0: Good morning, City Gate Church and all our online guests, welcome. Wasn't the word that Pastor Julian gave last week phenomenal? Wasn't it, Bryn, that first part of this new Christmas series, God Has a Plan? I loved that bit when we learnt that at that time in Genesis, when Adam and Eve, they bit the apple, and that relationship was broken between humankind and God, that even in that moment God had a plan to restore. I love this time of year I love this time of year that in the church calendar called Advent and I've loved it even more this year because all of my small group girls, we have been going through a Bible plan on Advent and we've been learning about what Advent means and in Latin it means the coming, the arrival, which so excites me, that anticipation that those Jewish people had, the arrival of the answer, the arrival of that baby Jesus. And as Pastor Julian said last week, the plan of God, a good plan of God. I love that when they talk about the Prince of Peace coming, Shalom, and you know that also means, not only does it mean nothing missing, nothing broken, it means completeness. And we know that the Prince of Peace, that baby Jesus that came, bought a completeness in that relationship between humankind and God. So we can really anticipate what the Jewish people must have felt. But what a long time they had to wait. They had to wait a thousand years to wait for God's answer, the baby Jesus. And I don't know about you, but I've done a lot of waiting in this last seven months. Oh, I've waited in shops. I've waited outside shops. I've waited outside dentists. I've waited outside hairdressers. And I've even waited for the hairdressers. At this time, we've had to do a lot of waiting so we can really understand the Jewish people waiting for the saviour, the saviour of the world to come. As I said, I just love Christmas. Christmas to me. Oh, I think it starts in the beginning of November. It starts in the beginning of November when I start making some mincemeat. If you don't know our family, we are foodies. So here we go. I have to make the mincemeat. I have to make the cake. I have to make the Christmas puddings. Then obviously, 1st of December, we can get the decorations up because my husband says the 1st of December is enough time for decorations to be up. But I have to be truthful, this year I got them in a week early and I've even bought more lights because I just wanted a little bit of sparkle. But with all of that, why I have loved doing my Bible plan, it has kept me on track to remind me what this season is all about. It's about the saviour of the world coming. Micah 7 verse 7 it says, but I look to the Lord, I will wait for the God of my salvation, my God will hear me. God has a plan and he will interrupt our plan for his. And I want to talk today, and the preach is going to be entitled, When God Interrupts. And do we know about interruptions this year? 2020 has been the year of interruptions. We have been interrupted by a virus. But as we go through the Christmas story, we will see when God interrupts people's lives. And when God interrupts people's lives, he interrupts them because he's, for new plan, because his plan is good. So let's start with Mary. About 16 years old, unmarried, but soon to be married. I just have a picture of Mary walking along a little dusty path. Her mind must have been on. Oh, what should I wear for my wedding? Uh, what home am I gonna have? How many children would I like? all those things you do when you're engaged. And we've got many engaged people in our church and they're probably having the same thoughts. Oh, well, how's this gonna work? What's this gonna do? But suddenly there's an interruption. An angel tells her she's going to give birth to the long awaited saviour of the world. Mary asks one question, how can this be I have laid with no man? The angel explains, She was chosen and had no reason to be fearful. And I love what Mary says next. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. I wanna ask you, church, what is God saying about you? The plans for your life, the plans for your family, the plans for your work. Mary had such confidence in God Her plan, through an interruption, was changed to her God-given purpose. Mary became a vessel for the greatest miracle. I want to ask you, what miracle are you carrying? Then let's go on to Joseph, Mary's fiancée. says in the Bible, he was a righteous man. And once he knew that Mary was pregnant, he secretly plans to break off the engagement an angel appears, there's that interruption again, and says, Joseph, don't hesitate. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife and explain she's going to give birth to a son, to call him Jesus, which means savior. Joseph was obedient and he went and married Mary. Can I ask you, How obedient are you when God interrupts your plans? Do you argue with him? Well, yes, okay, God, I know you're God of the universe, but actually I think my plan's better. Uh, Do you ignore it? Uh, I'm doing it my way. Or stick your fingers in your ears, blah, 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 and go on doing your own thing. Then I want to go to the shepherds. And firstly, I just need to say about the shepherds, they weren't five-year-olds with tea towels on their heads, okay? That image is so, so wrong. These were strong men. I don't know if any of you have been watching uh, the Yorkshire farm, which talks about this lovely couple with their nine children on the remotest part of Yorkshire. And you just see the desolation and the work, it's brutal, the work they have to do with all their herd of sheep. These men lived in desolate situations. They were strong. They were fighting off predators. They were fighting off wolves and uh, uh, lions. Think maybe Bear Grylls with a bit of snatch of SAS. And then the interruption comes. And these strong men are terrified and greatly afraid. The angel explains, there is born this day in the city of David, a saviour who is Christ the Lord. When you're interrupted by God, are you greatly afraid by what he says? Oh, no, 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 I can't do that, God. No, 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 I am not clever enough. Oh, no, 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 I can't talk in public. Oh, no, 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 I am not a business person. I am not very good with figures. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, no, 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 I can't tell my friend about you, Jesus. I love it that the shepherds hear the angels speak and the multitudes of angels praising God. And being in that worshipful atmosphere, they start saying, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go and see the baby born in Bethlehem. And in some translations, they say they ran to Bethlehem. They ran to see the baby born in that manger. They were no longer scared. They were fearless. How many of us have had an interruption and are living in the fear of living it out? Remember, God's plans are good and better than ours. Be like Mary, confident in your father's voice. When you hear that small, still voice, be confident. That is God speaking to me. And then obedient like Joseph. Yes, Lord, I'll do it. And then be fearless like the shepherds. So the last people I want to talk about are the kings. Now, the kings had a plan, but it wasn't their plan. It was King Herod, because King Herod wanted to find this baby who's going to be king. And he wanted to find that baby, and then he wanted to kill that baby. So the kings follow the star, and they find the baby Jesus. They fall to their knees and worship him. And I just want to read a little bit from uh, one of my friends favourite Christmas carols, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morning. Fall on your knees, oh hear the angels' voices, oh night divine, oh night when Christ was born. This is the interruption that the kings have a meeting with the saviour of the world, a baby in the manger who becomes the saviour on the cross, Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, God is with us. So the kings leave their original plan and they go another way. Maybe Jesus is wanting to interrupt your life this morning. Can I ask you, how willing are you to be interrupted by God? And is it time to acknowledge that plan that God has for you? It's going to be good. For some of you, it might be acknowledging that Jesus in the manger, who became saviour of the world, and wants a relationship with you. That's why he died on the cross. I was 19 when Jesus interrupted my life. I was just going my own way, having fun, so I thought. And then Jesus interrupted my life and I said yes to him. I said yes to what it meant to become a Christian because I knew, even though I hardly knew anything, that that God's plan was good and he wanted the best for my life. I was loved, I was accepted. Confidence, which I hadn't had before, came into my life. My fears, which I had many, were broken. And actually, I say, my grey world became colourful. So I want to ask a bold question here, which needs a bold answer. Would you like to make Jesus Lord of your life, your saviour, your friend? There's going to be people who will chat to you in a lounge that we have. You will see all the details below. But before I do that, I'd love to pray for you. I love to pray for those who are saying, Yes, God is interrupting my life. I need to know that baby in a manger, that baby who was the answer to everything that happened in Genesis, that baby who grew to be Jesus and died on a cross. I need to know this Jesus. I'm going to ask you if you said yes to Jesus and there's something within your heart that's saying, Yes, I need to know. I'm gonna ask you to pray this prayer with me. I'm gonna say it slowly and you can just repeat it after me. Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. And you showed me this by sending your son Jesus to die on a cross for me. I give my life to you. I turn away from my old life and I receive you as my Lord and Saviour and friend. Amen. Thank you, Church.